Well, hello, gang. I'm sure you just heard my closing to that last uh, episode. And we're back. I just got back from Seattle. Um, and I don't know. I'm sitting in my cold car right now because it's not warm. And I, you know, I don't even know what's happening. Uh, there's a lot happening in my life right now with transferring, uh, moving, moving for sure. And, um, with relationships. So tomorrow I will be going to meet my ex-boyfriend for, um, for some coffee and we're going to see how that goes. He messaged me and I, I don't know. I, I think I'm going to talk about crying in Seattle and I think that is a very, um, important piece of the story. So we were in the Seattle Art Museum. First of all, I'd like to mention that I was there for an ethical competition. Um, SCO, the Ethicats, uh, great, amazing. And we did really good. We beat Gonzaga. We did amazing things. And I will be featuring that on a new podcast that I will be starting, which is actually going to have some more serious journalistic things. Um, beyond me just sharing things about my life, which, <coughs> sorry, sorry for my weird cough, but I understand that we all kind of like listening to this sort of stuff to a certain degree, but I'm going to have something that is more serious. Um, but this, this is for me. I think people who listen to this, I did look and there are three of you out there who listen to this. Um, I think that you probably are, um, you know, hmm, uh, how, how am I going to put this? Uh, you are probably here listening to my bullshit life, just like my therapist is, okay? Like, the thought is, it's just shock and awe. And many of those things, like, I am not telling you many of the full stories with a lot of these situations, because they involve so many other people, and so it it is kind of hard because I do feel bad that I can't really share full parts of things that happen. Um, but I do try to share as much as I can. So first off, um, I was in Seattle, the Seattle art museum and we go upstairs and there is a section. It's about music and there's Kurt Cobain photos and there's this one piece, and I, I cannot tell you who the artist was, um, but it was like an old VHS or old CD, you know, mixtape backing, where you, where you write the songs of everything on there, and, but it was made in this poetic way that if you read it, it made a poem, and, um, at the bottom, it's like, there's no place like home, that's why I left, but in the corner, there's a song by, and I know, some of you who don't know this band are going to laugh. Butthole Circle. Surfers. Surfles? Oh my god. Surfers. Um, and that is actually a band that my ex-boyfriend, like, I didn't even know about them until he brought them up to me. And when I see things like that, um, you know, I, I think about him. And I would love to say that I have moved on. Like, I, I want to be his friend. I want to have that. Um, and I, I know that he will never love me back and 
that's where we're at. And I have made so many bad decisions. I, I think in order to understand where I'm at with him, um, there are a lot of words that were spread. And when I looked at the situation at the time, I thought, oh, he's such a jerk. He's such that. Um, and, you know, a lot of people still think that. But when I look at how we broke up and the last things that I said to him, it was like, it was so rude and it was so uncalled for because, you know, he didn't call me one name. He didn't say anything until I said that. And I think that that had been an escalation of certain situations, but, um, you know, I understand, I, I think I understand like where we stand, you know, we're, we're friends and, um, that's where it's going to be. We are never going to be more than that. Um, and I don't, I don't even know, like we have, ne we haven't talked. And the last thing I said to him in person was that Colorado was way better than California. And that's, that's actually like to think about all the last statements that you ever say to someone and have that be the thing and be like, get out of my car or we should talk about this later. Are we going to hang out? Like that's pitiful. And it, it really hurts. And I've realized over the last couple, over the last month that, um, I'm saying a lot of last sentences and a lot of last statements to people around me that I will never see again. And that is very bizarre to think about because this is where I lived. It's where I am. Montana is a place that I will always hold in my heart and where I found a lot of freedom. But it is not the right place for me at this time. And I, I do know that. And I do recognize that because I wouldn't be leaving if it was. I have had a lot of very interesting things happen to me over the past year. And it's, it's going on a year now. It is hitting me that on December 1st, I'm going to, I don't know how I'm going to act. Um, so there, there's a story. And it is about the time I almost died. And in many ways, I'm thinking of how to write it and share it and publish it and do whatever I want with it. But it is so deeply personal and it's so difficult for other people who have not experienced it to understand um I thought about December 1st I thought about it and I thought what, what, will, what will I do will I wake up and seize the day will I you know not, not be able to leave my room there is um something and as I'm talking about this, I'm, I'm kind of being brought to tears because there's something very deeply emotional, emotional about um, the day that you almost die. Um, and I don't know how else to put that. Other than that way. Um... So I, I've had a lot of things happening, um, but I, I'm going to go back. We're going to go back to the Seattle Art Museum, back to the Kurt Cobain and that, back to that thing. But I, I sent a Snapchat to him of it and I said, 
You know, I think you're the only one who's going to appreciate this. We Snapchatted back and forth, and it was whatever, and I was like, you'd love it here, because he would. He would be happy there. And that... I don't know if I ever loved him, or if I do love him, or in what sense I do, because that is a whole nother can of worms. In what sense? Whether that's a friend, whether that's a stranger, because you can love a stranger. We love strangers all the time. So I, I think it's kind of funny when we talk about loving someone. Um, because we love people every day. But, um, I, I would say that I sent him, um, I sent him that because I was thinking about him. He, he often rolls through my mind and I, I don't know if it's him or if it's what I thought he was. Um, you know, people are who we make them out to be and that's, it's rather interesting when you get down to brass tacks about it, but, um, he snapchatted me back and forth, and then today, um, you know, around 11 o'clock, I get a message that says, would you want to meet up? We haven't talked for, uh, three, three to four months now, um, so to hear that, when I don't even make eye contact with him in the distance, That is, I'm terrified. Um, I don't know if he knows why I really broke up with him because kind of neither do I. I mean, we weren't clicking. It wasn't working anymore. Um, it didn't feel right. But I also was dealing with a lot of personal stuff that I wanted him to be there for me and he he wouldn't or he couldn't and um, in a way uh, I, I he doesn't know this but I wanted him to fight for me um, I think we all do you know when you break up with someone you want them to say don't leave you want them to say hold on to me you know like never let me go, like, you love me, all this bullshit, and if you have that intention when you are gonna break up with someone that they're gonna say that back to you, like, it's never gonna happen. You're gonna have disappointment after disappointment. You are gonna be sad. And that sucks, and it, it does suck. Um... I think it's hard to admit how much that does suck. Honestly, I don't exactly know what I'm talking about anymore. Um, but I definitely think the title of this episode is going to be Tears in Seattle. Um, and the reason why I kind of think that is because after I messaged him and as I walked through and I, I hummed this song and I don't, when I was in that room and it was music about art, um, no, it was art about music, sorry, you know, you got the gist, um, 
I could picture, you know, me. Uh, I just put my elbow on a on my windows and it scared the shit out of me. Um, anyway, because uh, it, it is dark out and I'm in my car recording, so it's a little, little sketchy. Um, I pictured me. No one else there. And me just singing. And if I can, I'm gonna... I think I'm gonna do that for you now. And I, I want you to shut your eyes. I want you to think of walking through a gallery. And realizing that the last time that you walked through that gallery, not that gallery, but a gallery, was with someone that meant something to you. Whether that was your family, someone that you loved, someone that you liked. They meant something to you. I want you to think of it. Maybe this will be the shittiest humming of my life, but this is for me and this isn't for anyone else. I'll wait for you in darkness. I'll sing a song for you. You won't wait for me. I'll sing a song for you. But you won't wait for me. I will know what is happening. Bum bum ba da bum ba da 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 da. Wait for you and me to hold me free. <coughs> Sorry. I will be waiting for you and me. I dream a dream, a second of you and me. I dreamed a dream that you and I were gonna be something, but it was never gonna be that way. It was never going to be that way. Not you, not me. We were never going to be. And I said, pray to me deep and softly. I need a spirit, tell me. I need a dream to hold on by. I needed moments of dreams and our Starlights of dreaming, and I hold you in the darkness, and you hold me back, back. I just want you to hold me till the earth turns on, till the morning dawn, till we're done with it all. Well, that's all I got, honestly, was singing. Um, and I don't know what I was singing about, and I know there were a lot of different tunes there. Um, and it, it's mostly because, you know, when you sing to yourself, and I'm not singing off a piece of paper, I'm not writing a song, I'm not thinking of a tune, it's, it's what comes to you, and you think, I remember there was a tune that I kept humming over and over at the museum, 
And none of those things that I just did were it. Um, honestly. But, um... The thing is, is it's moment by moment. And when I did it, whatever it was, if I could remember it, I wish I could, um, I thought of him. I thought of us. I thought of how alone I was. You know, and mostly I thought of being alone. Because as much as, you know, I'm going to backtrack. Because it's not even us. We aren't together. Him and I, we are not a thing. We're not people who are going to be star-crossed lovers. We're not people who will get back together. We are not people that will, you know, be in each other's lives that way. You know... I could be a random person to him in the end. Um, and this is another thing that I talked about after we left the museum. And I, I sat down and I cried a bit after I walked through the gallery. And there were, were tears streaming down my cheeks. And I was alone. And I was glad that I was alone. Um... Later, we went to a Starbucks, and we were waiting outside, and it was rainy, and people, it was crowded, and whatever, and all of these things occurred, regardless, um, and I said to one of the people I was with, um, do you ever think about all the people that will forget you, or who will, you know will remember you but what for who will they remember you as and I think that that is something that is honestly truly terrifying I guess not terrifying but it, it it's sad it's melancholy because he will always be the first person that I loved I will never be that to him I won't even be a person that he loved in any capacity. And I think that's painful. But then at the same time, when he texts me, it made me think, maybe I at least am, am someone to him. I, I don't, everything is so, like you said, it's weird right now. Um, when I got picked up from the airport, Catholic boy told me in the car, he said, uh, when were you going to tell me that you were going, that you had decided? And I said, you know, that I decided that weekend. Um, and I, I hadn't. I think... Maybe yes, internally, that, that weekend was the solidifying factor, but it was also, <coughs> sorry, um, it was also the thing, hmm. it was also something that I, that I had known from the very beginning. The second that I knew that I wanted to leave. I knew I wasn't coming back. 
And I think that that, that is another very hard thing to grapple with. It's to realize that you, you are, um, you know, you made your decision and you're never going to come back. Not, well, maybe not never, but you're never going to come back in the same capacity. Um, I will never be here for the same reason that I was ever again. And that's spooky, you know? Had that be the thing. I... Yeah. He he told me later that he was going to be leaving. And it hit me cuz you know, I think when people tell someone tells you something, you think it's somehow about you. We all do that. We all make it about ourselves. Um and I thought, well, maybe he was hurt. That some part of me knew maybe how he felt about it. That I was leaving him. Because I felt the pain of him leaving me. And I, I don't think that's a relationship thing. And that's not what I'm saying. I think it's that's a human thing. To say that you acknowledge that you care and will miss someone, care about someone and will miss them. Like, I think that's a thing that we all experience. Um, but then today, it's like, hey, do you want to hang out? And there was no message back. I thought we had, you know, another semester. We don't. I don't even know if we have another day. I think it's a little odd when you're like officially dating someone and um, you just don't respond to them. But um, yeah, that's how it is, you know? I think it's fizzing. I think that's the new thing that was fizzing out. Um, I didn't, I didn't exactly know that that was a thing that you would do to someone that you were dating. You know, fizz out. But maybe that's what he thought I was doing to him. You know? I needed your love and, and you needed me too. I can't say what you got it now. Oh, baby, it's you. Oh, oh, oh. I said, hold you in the darkness. Ba, ba. I'll hold you in the rain. Oh, 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 Wait for me in shrouded corners. I'll wait for you. Tell me it's okay. I needed a moment. To ooh, ooh, take you back, but I needed you a moment.
So basically, that was me singing because we got cut off and then I got distracted and I was singing. I was feeling myself and I was like, we need it. We need to get this last bit. And then I cut off again. But, um, <coughs> so I, I don't know much more that I want to say, um, other than I, I don't know. We'll see how life goes. I think... think that I think I need to go to bed honestly and watch a movie or whatever because sitting in my car you know is upsetting and let's be real I'm probably gonna sit here and listen to John Lennon for at least 30 minutes so we definitely need to end this now so I can get to that but um this is the first time you know, the, these last couple months where I really haven't known what the fuck I'm doing in the for the first time in my life. Because I've always known. You know, I, I've been the planner. I knew where I wanted to go to college when I was four. I knew what my major was going to be. I knew what career I wanted. And, um... That... That isn't what I know anymore. I feel really stuck. And, you know, in in some ways it's not too bad to feel stuck. But, um... You know, we we all gotta be stuck sometimes. That's, That's what gets us to the easy point. You know, there's... If you think that it's just unstuck and being free and whatever all the time, you're kidding yourself. Um, I, I'm here, Montana, but I want to be someplace else, and I want to be in Colorado, I want to be home for a minute, um, but I also want to be traveling, and I want to be someplace else. I want to experience the world in so many different ways. And, um, the thing is, is that it's not exactly, you know, realistic. (sighs) Traveling is great if you're wealthy, but I'm not. I also want a cat. And I also, and don't tell anyone this, shh, not like I want to have a child. Like, I don't want to have a, like, be a, a 20-year-old mother, you know? That sounds disgusting. And I'm, I'm also, when I p- said that, I pictured me being 20 but having a 10-year-old, which is actually physically fucking impossible. Um, so, wow. Brain just moving whack. Um... I could see myself wanting a family and wanting that life. And, I mean, that scares me. Um, it also makes me feel really happy. Happy for me. I'm happy for me and what I want to do. Um, 
And, you know, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to be that classic housewife. But I do, I want to have someone else other than me. I want to care for someone else other than me. I want to give that person time and love and affection or something. I I think that's why I want a pet right now, you know? To invest me into someone. Someone who isn't going to hurt me. Someone who isn't going to break my heart. And right now, it's not really um, possible. I kind of wish this was filled, you know? As I sit here, I feel like I'm kind of talking to myself like a camera. I used to have an old VHS camera. I would film myself, and I do little things like this. I think that talking to yourself, and this is, that's what this is, you know? It's talking to yourself with an audience. It's how we as people rationalize asking ourselves questions out loud, I think, honestly, radio. Um, But I picture myself being that little girl filming something in her room. Thinking I was cool. I want to be a YouTuber. You know? And that, that wasn't going to happen. Still won't. Maybe, maybe that's why I want to be a writer, you know? I want to be famous. I want to share my story. I want to talk. I want to write. I just want to get to step two, you know? That's my goal right now, is getting to step two of life, of this, of everything. Well, procrastination, like, uh, pro, crasta, and then the word nation, capital, letter, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say au revoir until next week, okay? Bye.